curated by Kohl's latest collection is now available in select stores and at Kohl's.com. For a limited time, shop unexpected new favorites like reusable drinkware from Corksicle and fun arts and crafts from UB. Vormi's heatable plush toys are perfect for little ones. Homesick handcrafted candles are a great gift to make anyone feel at home. And who doesn't love sweet treats from Candy Club? Shop curated by Kohl's for these digital need-to-know brands and more. Tap the banner now or visit Kohl's.com. Welcome to the Let's Be Real Podcast, where we are regarded to as the Started Five. We are powered by the Bitch Podcast Network, and we are sponsored by Overtime Heroics Memphis. Let's be real. One oh nine. What do they do? Two trying to get uh, impersonation on over there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who got on the, the rebuilding jersey? I wish I could. I wish I can buy a goat for real. <laughs> Man, Man that was hilarious. <laughs> goals. That's all I'm gonna say. Goals. I'm gonna buy a real goat for real. Especially Kevin Kevin Durant wins. Oh yeah. Hey, you should. You should. Sports debate shows. Easy come, easy go. Hey, shout out to D-Lo too, but you should have rocked that Josh Norman jersey. That's all I'm saying. I can't because, like, Eric, it, bro, it's like three people that got Josh Norman, uh, Norman jersey now, but Eric since he left, bro. It's like, yeah. nah, I'm about to retire, man. You gotta get that John now. Shit, I ain't what I said. That's y'all flying away fast, bro. Oh, that ain't flew for real, bro. Man, he do it in Carolina. It must be a Buffalo thing, but bro, it was it, it was it was the it was the meme where he was getting thrown out of the the, the house for Fresh Prince of Bel Air. That's the one I was like, okay, okay. <laughs> that was the one I was like, okay. Let me let me go to bed. Y'all doing yeah. too much. Mm-hmm. Ah, man, all right, man. Quick updates. Maybe playoffs. All righty. So, gentlemen, in our efforts to be as diverse as possible for us to um, talk about as many different uh, leagues and sports out there, let's talk about baseball. I'm not sure who else is watching baseball out there, but we are in the championship round of the MLB playoffs. Um, so, in the on the on the American League side, you have the Rays and you have the cheating Houston Astros for those hey, that hey. do not uh, keep up with baseball. They made the playoffs again. Yes, they made yeah, the playoffs. The playoffs yeah. were extended. They suspended. <laughs> I totally agree. Totally agree. Not um, but the playoffs—they they wouldn't have made it if the playoff format was the same as previous years. Um, due to being COVID, due to the the season being short, they allowed more teams to to get yeah. in the and to get into the playoffs. Um, and then in the National that. League, you have the the homeboy. My I call him. I like to call him the homeboy Atlanta Braves. Going against uh, the LA Dodgers, um, and so in that um, in that round, you have the the Braves are up two one, but are currently getting smacked fifteen to one in third in third game. Yeah, so um, so and I think I forgot to mention in the American League, the Rays are actually up three zero against the Astros. So cannot wait for the Rays to close them out because as a Yankees fan who got put out by the Rays, um, do not want to see the Houston Astros win anything at all. So, for any one of y'all that are watching, that's watching baseball, what are your thoughts? What are your ideas? What are your opinions? 
Uh, well, I'll just stay on your sentiment with the Yankees. I know they're not in anymore, but I am getting tired of Hank Steinbrenner, Brian Cashman, and Aaron Boone saying, "Hey, we're 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 right there. We're 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 we have what it takes to make the World Series." But of course, I, I need you guys to get it done. Um, Aroldis Chapman, of course, he's given up four uh, walk off four home runs this calendar year. And two of them basically ended our season. The one last playoffs against the Astros, and then, of course, the one that ended the series against the Rays. But that's all I have to say there. Um, I'm with you on my on the sentiments with the Astros. I can't wait for Tampa Bay to close them out because I do not want to see Houston back in the World Series. Um, as far as the National League is concerned, I guess it's going to be a 2-2 series. But I really do expect the Braves to win this because the Dodgers do have a tendency to choke. Every time uh, they get to the playoffs, especially Clayton Kershaw. Um, so uh, that's pretty much all I have there. Yeah, hey, the White Sox. Uh, I'm about to say the White Sox got put down in the first round, so I ain't care since then. <laughs> I don't care. You ain't gonna care. The White Sox do look good though. They do look good though. Yeah, they did. But they got put down. Fired their man. <laughs> Shout out to the Yankees again. Put out so. <laughs> hey, my year. Let's go. <laughs> hey, I got a stay woke moment, man. Watch out for the Dodgers. LA may be celebrating another championship this year. I doubt uh, it. They gotta get they gotta get past the homeboy Atlanta Braves. I just I, like the Braves. They got swag over there. I have a correction. Actually, it's 2-0. And if the Dodgers win tonight, then it'll be 2-1. Oh, okay. Sorry. Oh, okay. And right now they're they're gonna win. It's 15. Yeah, oh, okay. I guess that's why I said 2-1. <laughs> Yeah, but, but I mean, I, I ain't got nothing to say about baseball. I mean, I talk about baseball when it's the World Series. So, because no, the Cardinals going no, no. fifteen to one, at the top of the six. Yeah, it's over. Yeah, I um, I'm a Red Sox fan, so I definitely ain't seen nobody in these playoffs, and that's fine. You don't have to move that thumb. Um, but we we gonna celebrate the same championship as the Yankees this year. None. Um, <laughs> But I really actually I I'm watched the uh, Braves movement this past I would say like 30 days to be honest. Mm-hmm. I'm not just like what they're doing. I love the Braves back in the like the I'm about to show my <laughs> mid 90s when they had that <laughs> pitching uh gauntlet with Tom Glavin, John Smoltz, uh Dion was there, Maddox. right? Um Greg Man, what a time to be alive, what a time to be a kid. Yeah. Um <laughs> and so I remember those Braves teams. I, I'm actually gonna cheer for the Braves on this one. I Same. can tell who they go against. Yeah, I got a question for him. Over what at what score do you pass the control in baseball? <laughs> now, this, now this should I be mean, one of those games. Okay, I, mean, I don't one, think so. They they come back in baseball. I ain't gonna lie to you. They be yeah, like fifteen to one. Yeah, <laughs> it was eleven to nothing in the first inning, sir. Everybody is checked out. I see if it was like if it was five, 15 to two or something. It was if it was like like two two like four, in the fourth inning, and then they blew it open. It was eleven to zero. It was eleven to nothing in the first inning. It's a wrap. Oh, at that point, yeah, you pass sticks. If it's, yeah, it's ten, a, if it's ten plus in one yeah, inning, it's eleven nothing. Yeah, you pass <laughs> so, sticks. Ten plus in in one inning. Yeah, it's so ten. Right? Okay, so ten. I'll say ten plus in an inning. Yeah, I'll say eight. Catch. Who's for baseball? I think it's ten. Yeah, go ahead. Sorry. I think it's score like. Who's that score like twenty nine this year? Oh, the Braves. The Braves. 
Hold on, hold on. Speaking of Atlanta. Is it is it my turn here? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay. All right. Uh, so finally, everybody, uh, we have a, a coach that has been removed from his position that is now we have an open spot in Atlanta for the Falcons. So Daniel Quinn, uh, former orchestrator of the Legion of Bowman Seattle, is now relieved from his duties in Atlanta, now have uh, Raheem Moore, the former Buccaneers coach, uh, but is now their interim coach. But, gentlemen, how do you feel about Dan Quinn finally being removed from his job? I'll go really quickly. Excited. It took it was way too long overdue. In my opinion, it should have happened when they lost when they uh let the English the pitchers come back 28 to 3 in the Super Bowl. In my opinion, it should happen then. Um, but it was way overdue. Uh, the Falcons have been the embarrassment of the NFC South for quite mm, some time, mm, which is mm, mm, mm. interesting to say. But I am a little pleased to know that the two most vacant spots were filled by black coaches, um, and Romeo Cornell and Raheem Morris. Not to say they'll keep them jobs, but hey, I did notice that they'll finish the season. I mean, at least. Yeah, uh, I, I, go ahead, I was. Uh, I'm on that embarrassment train of. Um, I was about to say Tampa Bay. My fault. Uh, for Atlanta, I mean, Atlanta's been embarrassing for some time, and I didn't really understand that until Ti told me. <laughs> they traded away Brett Favre. They got rid of Deion Sanders. They lost the Super Bowl, that kick, and that white man, Dan Quinn. So, <laughs> I mean, Dan Quinn got to go. Um, I, and I, he should have went, actually, honestly, after the Cowboys game, maybe the game after that, maybe. Um, it's long overdue. I think he's been – I mean, I'm not saying Matt Ryan is the most elite quarterback, but he can do better within what they got going. There's too much talent for them to be that bad. Um, but I'm going also – no, I'm not. I give a lot of respect to what Teddy Bridgewater has been doing right there in Carolina. All right, I will definitely say that. I'll give him his roses. All right. Well, for me, as I've been saying time and time again, it's the Olympic curse, man. Ever since the Olympics were in Atlanta back in 96, things have not been too much on and up and up for Atlanta, um, whether it be the Braves, the Hawks, the Falcons. The Thrashers at one point, their 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 old hockey team. For those who don't remember, is this was a long time coming. Like he should have been fired after the Super Bowl, as you guys mentioned. Uh, more importantly, he should have been fired after losing the game to Dallas. If we want to be honest, if you still want to hold on to his job, um, so I'm glad he's gone. I'm glad the job was filled by a black man. And my question is now: is uh, when will Adam Gaze be gone? When will Matt Patricia be gone? So those second definitely too. It's about go. Yep. <laughs> it is about damn time. First of all, y'all know y'all know how I feel about the Falcons. The Atlanta Falcons love the city of Atlanta. Hate the Falcons. They've always been overrated. Why? Because of that guy Matt Ryan. You just put Matt Ryan and the elite in the same sentence. No. Shame on you, Sheedy. Shame on you. But anyway, it goes. It is what it is. They don't continue to be overrated. Matt Ryan has all the weapons in the world. Probably the, probably the best like weapons he can have in the NFC South, arguably. And they still not doing nothing with him. 
He's been overrated even before the Super Bowl. Then when he got there, shout out to them for losing it. And they ain't been none since. So the fact that they lost to us and then realized, <laughs> hey, maybe we should fire this coach. I mean, it is what it is, man. Shout out to my Panthers. We got a winner record. And shout out to Atlanta. They finna, they what they owe for now. They probably finna, they probably finna get Sunshine. Oh, five. Right. It's a chance I may be ruined against Sunshine next season, y'all, but it is what it is. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah, uh, my opinion, Dan Quinn should even he should have got fired last season. So man, too little too late, but I guess not, because they can get Trevor Lawrence. Because apparently Arthur Blank has said that Matt Ryan might be out the door next. So might just be gone. Thank you for Trevor. Yeah, now. Dang, that's gonna be tough. My two cents about Atlanta. If y'all don't get your ass and get Eric Bieniemy, that's gonna be Atlanta. tough. I would hate that to be honest with you. <sighs> but you know, it is what it is. But before we move on to the next one, shout out to Ty Gurdy for giving me some good nice quality fantasy points Sunday in their loss. And shout out to y'all backup running back, Mike Davis from South Carolina. I remember that guy giving me some nice quality fantasy points with Christian McCaffrey out. Y'all can go and keep Christian McCaffrey out to help my fantasy team. So <laughs> So I would say on it. <laughs> Sounds very selfish. Yeah, yes, very, very selfish. Well, they're three, they're three and oh since he got hurt though. That was that Panthers. Two way home healthy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Trevor. Former Steelers running back. Now former. Okay, so um just yesterday, um, I believe this occurred during the um beat down in Nashville between the <laughs> Titans and the Bills. Um, one Le'Veon Bell, of course, former still a running back who left because he wanted a payday, has officially been released from the New York football Jets. Um, I believe he has around $19 and $19 million, excuse me, and that money that's owed to him over the next year or so. Um, he's made Twenty-eight million since signing with the Jets, um, and as my buddy, uh, my fellow little buddy, has brought up, um, he has not had a one hundred yard rushing game uh, since playing since signing with the Jets. Uh, the most that he's had, most yards he's had from scrimmage since going to the Jets has been eighty-seven. Uh, so now uh, Le'Veon Bell is on the market. Um, and I just wanted to get you guys' take. I'll start with Tuke and just work my way around. Um, well, where do you think is next for Le'Veon Bell? And where do you guys think he should go? Tuke? Yeah, okay. My bad. So um, pretty much um, <laughs> he got his money and, you know, the situation for him. Adam Gates has done a terrible job of trying to figure out how to get this man to down football. You know what I'm saying? And now he's leaving. And, you know, I, I kind of tweeted earlier, I said that this guy Patriots ran all over it. You know what I'm saying? I know that the Chiefs may be interested. I know, you know, I'd let y'all Steelers fans talk about it because I'm definitely interested in see how y'all feel about it. But um, as far as Le'Veon Bell go, I think he still got a couple great years in him. Um, he just got to get in the right situation and somebody that'll give him the ball. And the Jets, you know, they had Jamal Adams, let him go. You know, they had Le'Veon Bell, let him go. So they just... Hell, they may get sunshine next season, so who knows? <laughs> but <laughs> shout out on you, man. I ain't, hey, shout out to Le'Veon for getting his money and dipping. 
Hey, robbery, man. Highway robbery. Like it. Love it. Lake man robbing another team. It's all good. Uh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's a bad situation. I mean, he signed for the money. I mean, obviously, he knew he won. He knew he won getting under. Especially Adam Gates coaching. Y'all see what Ryan Tannehill doing in Tennessee. Adam Gates was his coach in Miami, by the way. It's the Jets. Adam Gates still the coach. They got real Lake on for the guy Adam Gates. Yeah, jokes on them. Good point. Good point. Every every player that's left Adam Gates balls out one way or another. It's been proven. Jay Ajayi won a Super Bowl the season that he left uh, the Miami Dolphins. So, as far as Le'Veon Bell, um, the best fit in my opinion would be the Kansas City Chiefs uh, to pair him with uh, Edward Solaire would be good. And it's Andy Reid. You give Andy Reid a pass catching running back, he gonna find a way to incorporate you in the offense. Um, I don't think he should go to Pittsburgh, and that's this is more so for Pittsburgh. I think I feel like he will mess up the culture that Pittsburgh has um, with their young players thriving. I mean, I'm looking at Chase Claypool who had four touchdowns. I don't want, I don't want, to, I don't want the ball away from him and giving it to Le'Veon Bell, who let's let's remember want to be paid like a number two wide receiver, number one running back as well. So he's gonna want the ball. I don't, I don't think he's gonna be humble. Where if he goes to Pittsburgh, I feel like he's gonna be like, yeah, I'm back home. Give me the ball. I don't think he would want that. So I think he should go to Kansas City because uh, Andy Reid has shown that he can deal with egos um, and not Pittsburgh. But I feel like, like Tusa, it might have New England written all over it. You might have Cam and uh, Le'Veon. So. Ooh, before Scott to go, I didn't pick the team. I think you signed with my dad. My dad just called me the Bears. <laughs> Going to beat the Panthers. I, I think the Bears could use Le'Veon. Totally agree with you there. Um, my opinion about this whole entire situation, I think this kind of they kind of confirmed my point when um, when the contract negotiations was going back and forth with Le'Veon Bell and the Pittsburgh Steelers. I was just one of those people that I really understood his value. But at the same time, I don't think he understood our offensive lines and their value, what they did for each other. I don't think he necessarily understood. And I think he was too young to realize that at the time. I think he was more so just really trying to get his money. And I think he felt disrespected by the Steelers. But at the same time, I felt like what we were offering him was a good enough. I thought it was good compensation to keep him in a sense. Um, And so when he decided to take the money, I said, hey, that's you. I mean, do what you got to do. But I just felt like he should have just probably stayed with the Steelers because that offensive line was built for how his running style was, which is patient. It's not necessarily immediately get off the block and find your man and block him. Like it, it took patience. And that's what I liked about Le'Veon Bell. But hey, he got his money. Um, I think this is more so about the New York Jets and how terrible they are as a franchise. Um, I think this is a um, testament to how bad um, Adam Gase is. I think this is a test to um, how bad just the organization or the front office is for the Jets. Nothing good has come from the Jets since I guess you can want to say like Mark Sanchez and Rex Ryan days, I guess when they were going back and forth with the Patriots, but that team has been a disgrace to the league. Um, it sucks that they're in New York. It seems like the Jets and the Giants compete for how bad each other um, is going to be. And they try to actually outdo each other every single year. But I think this is more so on the Jets. And I really feel like Adam Gase, it's time for you to go. If you trade Jamal Adams, if you trade Avion Bell, if in my opinion, Sam Donner is a pretty decent quarterback, but he looks, God awful. He's running away from ghosts whenever he plays the Patriots. That's on him. It's time for it's time for everybody at the Jets to go. <laughs> yeah, um, I just discuss wh- where do you think he should go. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, uh, I would honestly like yeah. for him to come back to Pittsburgh, um, just because I'm not 
content with who we have in the backfield, but I don't think he's going to come back just because of how this situation ended. But apparently he he likes a lot of people still on the team. There's a couple people on there on the defensive side that probably has more of an issue with him than the, than the people on offense. Don't miss my fantasy team, bro. James Conner giving me some good points. Clay, <laughs> <laughs> I hope you got Clay cool too. I scouted first. Um, yeah. uh, um, I just talk about just landing destinations. I think that are were good for Le'Veon. I'm not going to discuss how terrible the Jets are. Um, and so another AFC team I think that could use a pass catching um, running back is none other than Nashville. I think the Tennessee Titans could use him, give Derrick Henry a little bit more rest um, so he can keep trucking people um, back to the uh, Norman days. Um, that's my AFC destination. I definitely want him with the Chiefs. Right. NFC, uh, I've seen him. I, I like I like him in two different jerseys, and they're both in the same division. I like him with the Seattle Seahawks, um, pairing him with Russell Wilson, DK Metcalf, uh, Carson a little bit. That's a good one. Jeez. That's a good one. That's stressful. Man, I'm <laughs> yeah, that's, that's stressful. I would be more fearful if he went to the Seahawks than the Chiefs. Sorry, Chief. No, you're fine. Because yeah. you don't you really don't have to pay the man. He's been cut. So you right. want to pay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah. they you just need a spot. Um, so the Seahawks are one team. I think another team um is in that division is the Cardinals. Um the Cardinals have two great receivers already. Um, and then could use a little Le'Veon Bell because I guess they traded David Johnson for you know whatever. <laughs> Right, um, and so those would be my destinations. That I would. How's like that going? <laughs> well, I don't know. What are they, one and five, one and four, and Bill O'Brien's fired, by the way. But anyways, continue. Okay, well, if you guys see my name, uh, me personally, uh, I definitely could use Le'Veon back in Pittsburgh. Um, the only thing that does concern me is, uh, of course, how things ended, and of course, as Scott mentioned, with some of the defensive players. Um, being a little ruffled over the whole situation. Um, I much rather would have him um, at this point than having to pay James Conner when his contract is eventually up. Um, so, of course, I would be more than happy to take a fire. But someone other than Pittsburgh, uh, I do agree with Sheedy on uh, Seattle. Um, I think that's a, a deadly um, deadly combination ready to happen with him and uh, Russell Wilson and DK Metcalf, who's – Looking like he's about to be probably the best receiver in the game right now. So shout out to DK Metcalf, and um, I guess another one I can name uh, would be Chicago. Uh, I think Chicago will be a pretty nice fit for him. I guess having a nice running back in the backfield to take some of the pressure, if you will, off of Nick Foles just a little bit, so he doesn't have to be Super Bowl Nick Foles all the time. I think he'll aid them as well. So those will be my three teams that I would. Definitely would see Le'Veon in. Good spots, y'all. Y'all have some good ones. Yep. Yeah. All right. Um, real quick, Florida and LSU game was canceled this week because after Florida's coach Dan Mullis talking about he won 90,000 people in the stadium, they have a COVID outbreak on the team, 21 players catching it. So, yeah. Well, just move the team to Georgia. I mean, hell, they put 90 people in the stadium. Apparently, the loss to Texas AM, he's blaming it on Texas AM actually having fans at the game. So, hey, Florida, that's what they do. Uh, but also, right before we got on here, about a couple of hours ago, Nick Saban, ahead of the Georgia Alabama number one versus number two game, has caught COVID 19 as well. 
Mm-hmm. Crazy world in college football. Crazy world in sports. Skyler, hey. that's your team, bro. How you feel? <laughs> <laughs> and correction, that's number two Alabama versus number three Georgia. That's not my team, bro. I just like watching Bama. That's it. That's it. Heck, the game versus Ole Miss was a pretty decent game. But those of y'all who don't know, Skyler is a former, quote-unquote, former USC fan since eighth, <laughs> since eighth grade, Matt Leinart, Lindell White, Reggie Bush. That's Reggie not Bush, on my top. That's not on my top. He was also an Alabama fan. But keep moving. There we go. <laughs> All right. NBA. All right, so unless y'all been sleeping on a rock, shout out to them Lakers for winning that 17 championship time about the Celtics for the most in NBA history. Uh, me and Lita were able to watch the game together, so shout out to him um, and his wife and his beautiful baby for allowing me to kick it with them and, you know, talk my noise even though I was going for the heat because I thought, I, you know, Lakers in, in seven, so I definitely wanted a seven-game series. But Lakers got it done, Brian and AD, who's guarding them. Nobody knows. And next season, I can't wait for it. But again, salute to y'all Lakers fans. Uh, Skylar, Savage, I'm going to let y'all go first. Um, it feels great to be a champion. It's been way overdue. Um, I now can talk a little trash. Um, but I won't. I definitely want to just give a shout out again to the Heat. Um, that series was a really compelling um, seri- uh, series, except for game six. I'm not sure what the hell happened in game six. Um, but it was a really compelling series. Uh, Jimmy Butler, again, I know I talked about this last week, but Jimmy Butler um, definitely moved up on my on like on my boys list. He moved very, very high. Just again, just his willingness to carry the heat, um, just the, the drive, the the willingness, like just the heart that he put um, in, uh, he put in for the heat uh, to help people like uh, Kelly Olenek or or. Um, or Tyler Hero, or just Dragic, just coming out there trying to play. Like he just put so much heart and so much will into their team to carry them to at least a six game um, in a series where nobody really gave them a chance. Um, says a lot. So much respect to Jimmy Butler. But again, um, I definitely walked away with uh, from this series and from this championship and said to myself, Anthony Davis is going to be a problem for a very long time. Um, he's he's just we we know what he does offensively, but. Just I want to see like a clip, like just of him playing defense, like throughout the whole entire series, him guarding different people, him being able to guard Jimmy Butler, him being able to guard Bam. Bam didn't have a pretty good series at all either. Um, So just I like what he really did on defense. And I'm just excited to see um, what the Lakers can do next year or the year after. This will not be the only championship in the LeBron James era Um, as a Laker. I'm pretty sure we'll get another one. But that's it. Mm. Yeah, I um, who guarding AD? That's one. Get it out the way. All right, <laughs> let me talk about LeBron. Let's <laughs> talk about LeBron James. So, y'all, LeBron James is 35 years old. He'll be 36 in December. So, by the time the next season starts, he'll be 36 years old. This man averaged nearly a triple double <laughs> in the NBA Finals. That is insane. You know that that is that is ridiculous. That this man is an athletic. This man's an alien, dude. This man is an alien. <laughs> like there, like I mentioned this on the I don't know sports pod, but like every year he's adding something to his game. So like we we really haven't seen LeBron truly run point until this year, and then we really haven't seen LeBron be a knockdown three point shooter until this series. Like brush shot forty percent from three. Mm-hmm. If LeBron shoots forty percent from three, it's a wrap. <laughs> it is a wrap. 
the man gets to the goal at will as as shown during the series. He he shot not only up like about 70% from the free throw line, which is which is decent for him, but shooting 40% from three, like how do you guard that? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like it was at one point, he was just like, you can tell he's comfortable and in rhythm mm-hmm. and with his shots. And that's that's what you want from your best players to be, you know, confident and in rhythm. So uh, like Scott said, I, I think at minimum the Lakers will get one more. It won't be as easy, quote unquote, as as this year, uh, with everybody coming back next year at full strength. Gold State Warriors, um, shoot, uh, that, it might be it. I wish I don't know, <laughs> but the uh, East, I mean, the East is going to get better. Um, but I, I still don't think that there's any threat to the Lakers from going back to the finals um, next year, especially not the Clippers. Clippers are done. I, I think it's a wrap with the Clippers because they about to implode. <laughs> Um, but yeah, um, so shout out to LeBron, shout out to AD, shout out to the Miami Heat. I'm gonna let the Miami Heat fans toot uh, the Jimmy Butler horn. Uh, but yeah, Lakers in six. I thought it'd be five, but hey, we'll take six. Um, I was watching the game, scouting two game six. So, so congrats, so congrats, Savage, uh, congrats, Laker fans. Um, despite people picking Portland to beat y'all. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I throw Savage and Scout all the time. Like, just be real. I uh, <laughs> with the championship from, I mean, because y'all, to me, when the playoffs started, despite everybody picking Portland, which I still understand, um, everybody just disrespect. I mean, it's like I had put the Twitter poll. LeBron haters, LeBron fans, who's worse? And I mean, LeBron is just that hot topic that just, it's going to always be like just real crazy takes for. And I just do like, let's, I mean, Y'all, y'all were more the bubble games. Y'all wasn't like trying. Let's put it that way. Y'all was trying to rest up, rest y'all ready for playoffs. The Clippers, they were so in and out all season long. I kind of felt when the playoffs started, I was like, the Clippers ain't gonna beat the Lakers in. They didn't even get a chance to play y'all. So <laughs> once they had me, it was pretty much done for. Um, Chap Jimmy, like he was up against it, and kind of reminded me to a lesser extent LeBron versus Golden State the first year. With Kyrie and Kevin Love out, but much less extent because I think his role players are much better than Matthew Dell with Oval and um Timothy Miles Golf. Yeah. No, man. <laughs> Even we go and check it out there. I mean, Tyler Hero was never building the guys. <laughs> but game five, I mean, I think they gave to me that's all I need to see from Jimmy. Like, I mean, he really gave everything in that game. And game six, I mean, ran out of gas, that's what happens. Um We'll see what happens next year. Um, I don't – we'll talk more about next season, but uh, later on down the line. But congrats to the Lakers. Shout out to the Heat for making it a series, for taking it six. And, hey, can't wait for next season when KD and Kyrie are back and Steph and Clay are back. And it's going to be crazy. Yeah. Um, let's give Jimmy his flowers. Game three and game five. Um, you're talking about triple doubles uh, with 30-plus points. Um, was scoring um, his defense, um, the way he controlled the game when he needed to, um, was pivotal in the wins um, and the losses. You could just tell he just kind of ran out of it. Um, it. It's it's who's it's not easy to guard LeBron James. It's not easy to guard AD. Right, you're gonna have to guard one of them um, at some point, and that's who Jimmy Butler is. Um, and you notice he he always kept that. Um, I I want to give kudos definitely to the Pat Riley and the organization of Miami Heat because I think. They made some very pivotal moves throughout the season. I'm um, in the offseason, clearly, to get Jimmy. I had to put us in this situation to actually beat the Lakers at least twice, 
right? Um, even if it wasn't, you know, for the championship itself, uh, we're the only team to beat them twice in the playoffs. So I, I'm gonna I'm gonna go to the grave with that, right? Um, but now we need to make sure that the Lakers GM um, and team is giving a kudos, and I want to give kudos to Frank Vogel um, because I I still don't believe um, uh, it's coaching, but he made some great changes mm-hmm. um, this series, right? Um, we didn't see uh, McGee uh, at all. Um, there was a there's the Dwight factor, but Dwight was barely there. We noticed and that wasn't kind of there for them. But to start and get that electricity from the none other than the White Mamba himself. Alexander Caruso. The Caruso. Uh, yeah. Um, man, he he was a lot of great energy that was needed for the Lakers. Um, and when you're talking about a third person that was needed, um, Alex really filled that position. So shout out to Frank Vogel and that coaching staff for noticing who to put in and to insert. I think that was very key for game six because that was to make or break it. If, 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 mm-hmm. if that doesn't make sense for the Lakers on that game, then he might be back to drawing board again. And then now we're talking about Frank Vogel's job and, you know, stuff like that. Y'all know how they get when LeBron loses, um, you know, we talk about the coaches. But, um, again, want to give the kudos to the Lakers, first and foremost, that front office, that staff, what they put together. Um, and then also want to give kudos to Pat Riley and the organization of Miami Heat. Uh, we will be back. Um, and that's it. I'm going to say that right now. We will be back. I don't care if Durant coming. Durant come. We'll be back. Giannis, get healthy so you don't get hurt again and get knocked out of the playoffs again. <laughs> um, but I'll leave it at that. Trip. Okay. You're on mute. You're on mute. You're on mute, bro. Yeah. All right, y'all here? Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, first and foremost, uh, just want to give uh, a shout out to the Miami Heat for a hell of a run uh during the playoffs um became a huge fan of it during the playoffs just because of how they excuse me just from how they play uh just showing that there's still a traditional way uh the traditional way of playing the ball as far as having your superstar ball movement things of that nature but uh, of course going into this matchup with the lakers they were just severely overmatched and the fact that they were able to push it to six I think was just uh, amazing. I did have the Lakers winning this in six. Um, so for Miami going forward, the future is bright, but I still think you guys need to get another guy. Um, most definitely. So I'm looking forward to see what Pat Riley and the rest of the Heat organization have in store to pair alongside with Jimmy. Um, a Brad Bill could be a potential uh, option or just whoever, just someone that could take the pressure off Jimmy. Uh, on to the Lakers. Um, I pretty much picked them before the season started. I did pick them to win the title, so this was nothing, uh, not much of a surprise here. Uh, LeBron James was LeBron, as we all um, said that he would be, and made his case for not only why he was finals MVP, and in my opinion, why he should have been MVP over Giannis. Um, Anthony Davis showing that not only as well that he's playing, why he should have been defensive player of the year, as opposed to Giannis, but that's a whole different story. Um, but just not only just with those two, but how the roster was constructed, because you had a lot of guys on that Laker team that had like playoff experience, finals experience, like that knew exactly how to win. That's why you that's why we gave we give the nickname of playoff Rondo to playoff Rondo. Like Dwight is not the same Dwight in Orlando, but if you can get him for eight, mm-hmm. 10, 15 minutes and give you eight or five rebounds and a few blocks and bother some shots. 
that's a nice, pretty good uh, asset to have. Um, so it'll be interesting to see uh, what's going to happen going forward. I do believe that this is not the only championship that the Lakers will win in the LeBron James era. Uh, will it be next season? I don't know. It'll be extremely difficult, as you guys said, with everyone coming back. Uh, but, again, kudos to the Lakers, man, and uh, celebrate. Live it up. You guys earned it. Mm-hmm. So definitely, um, again for the Heat, man. Congrats on a good on a good season, man. One of the things that I look forward to, you know, over the summer is uh, or over the next couple of months is talking about what y'all can do to improve. Um, Lakers, again, congratulate to y'all. But before we move on, I do I, I gotta ask one question. For me, this put LeBron James for me as the second best player to ever play the game. Just just me. Y'all know how I feel about Jordan. But what's wrong with being number two? What's wrong with being number two? If y'all can answer that. Like, you for know, me to say LeBron is number two out of everybody who's played the game of basketball, what's wrong with being number two? When you, when you put that much time into something, because I know I'm very competitive. If I put my time into something, if I, if I do something for 17 years and I feel like I do it well, I don't want to be known as number two. You don't start out playing a sport and say, I want to be the, I want to be the second best player or football player ever to be known. Like you want to be number one. Like everybody wants that mentality. Heck, you do it at work. Nobody wants to finish number two. So I, I, I get the debate and I really feel like, I mean, he said it in his speech after, like, y'all going to give me my respect too. Like people who really sleep on LeBron, if you look at the, his career in totality, it's a lot. Um, we're going to appreciate one. Appreciate him when he's gone. Um, I got Jordan first. I think she just on one of us who has uh, LeBron first. It's a lot of people think LeBron is the best of all time. So it's it's not a definitive who's the. It's not definitive that he's second. I mean, it's all whatever each individual thinks. So I doesn't matter. I, I and here's my response to the whole thing with LeBron. I know everyone likes to hop on his finals record of being four and six, but uh, it's an amazing feat to even have ten opportunities to win a championship. Uh, and I think that that deserves respect along along those lines. And even just, I mean, for him to even win almost half of those is is, is amazing too. So uh, I still feel Jordan is up there um, at the top. I mean. You can't. I, I and I tell people all the time. You can't argue with six and zero. Oh. I'm sorry. You just can't argue with six. Even if you go to different eras, some at some along the line, Russell and Wilt lost championships. Green lost a championship. Magic and Bird lost championships. That's just my. That's the only argument I really need. You can't argue with six and zero. Oh. But um, I don't. I don't. I don't think that LeBron will ever be able to surpass Jordan, even if he gets six rings. Uh, because like Jordan, I don't know how many iconic moments that LeBron has compared to Jordan. Like Jordan's game transcends the actual game. It's like the shoes, the the moments, the the swagger. Like LeBron is number two. Like this is what it is. And I, I don't like getting to that debate, but it's just like for the sake of conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean LeBron averaged triple double this like almost this year in the finals, you know. So he's gonna win more titles, you know, one, two, however many it is. But I still don't think it's gonna it's gonna ever like surpass, you know, MJ because that's MJ. MJ is the original. Now, if now if LeBron go out there and, and win for the next three or four years, then we having the then we having the conversation because I mean, so I'll compare it to like football. 
off the top, people thought Joe Montana was the, the greatest quarterback of all time. He had like what five rings, I think. Mm-hmm. Something like some something like that. Brady got what six now, seven? Now? I, I don't know how many yet, but like people weren't saying that until Brady got at least equal to Joe Montana. Bad, but, no. but now it's Tom Brady, clearly. It's, it's Tom Brady, regardless of like his stats. It's just it's he's iconic. Like he he has his moments where he like the the the, uh, the Falcons come back. The early Super Bowls where he was driving downfield for the Venetieri field goals. Like he has all those moments. Um, and Joe Montana, great quarterback, number two. And there's no problem with that, like two said. So um, we'll see. LeBron's story is still being written right now. That's why I feel like it's not like a big deal right now. Once he's like 45 years old, and yeah, we can talk about it. But right now, the man still got work to do. Job not finished. Thank you. Yes. yes. Exactly. Um, errors, errors. There's not to be in errors, and I'm not gonna keep going all the way through that. But in the 60s, there was a great player. 70s, a great players. And we know the 80s, 90s. We still sometimes forget about Kobe and how great he was. He also, there was no one better than Kobe at a certain time, right? Um, and to the point about LeBron and, and 10 times, I don't. To Blue's point, I don't know too many people that can carry a team with Matthew Delbadeau with Timothy Mozgov. Richard Jefferson, washed up, not the Nets. Jefferson, better yet, better yet, Shitty, Sasha Pavlovich, and Anderson Verzhov, Big Z, like two thousand what <laughs> six seven. That team was trash. That team was trash. He literally, he literally carried them, and the same thing went for Kobe too, because Kobe took teams like that two years, you know, right after that against the Spurs um, and some other teams out west. But anyways, what I'm saying about LeBron is that. LeBron is the GOAT to me, and that, that is my opinion. Um, I give him the GOAT status not only to me on, but also off the court as well. But if you're talking about on the court, I still believe it's LeBron. Um, the reason why you don't want to be number two, um, Tuke, is you want to just go ask the Falcons. They were the second best team in that Super Bowl. And cut. And as the quote always says, second is all, second place is the first loser, man. So. You're not first, you're last. There you go, Ricky Talladega Nights, baby. There we go, classic. I love that movie. God damn it, next topic. I just had to ask that for real because it was just weighing on me, man. Like, yeah, what's wrong? Sure. Like, right. I, I love to be the second best rapper in the game right now. Well, I'm, hey, you know, I'm good. <laughs> well, Tuke, you remember I told you, I told you the other night, I was like, in my opinion, the reason I still Jordan one and LeBron has more than made up for that Dallas series, but mm-hmm. Jordan just having it doesn't have a blemish like that on his resume. Like that was the one of the biggest choke jobs in sports history, that Dallas series. Mm-hmm. I mean, so I mean, and LeBron is more than made up for it, but that's the difference between him being five and five and four and six. You know what I'm saying? That's the difference in his final record, and a lot, a lot of those losses you don't really. I mean, his first the two sweeps you only usually don't even count. So it's really that Dallas series that kind of holds him back for everybody who's keeping Jordan one, but. Like Sam said, if he go roll up about two or three more, or really just honestly one more, you can. It's a real, yeah. real, really legit debate for real. Uh-huh. But um, NFL. All righty, time for the pick'em games, fellas. So we got three games on the docket for this week. We got the uh, Tampa Bay. Oh wait, I'm skipping something. Dak Prescott. Definitely got to talk Dak mm-hmm. Prescott first. Um, in the game uh, this past weekend uh, versus the, in the New York Football Giants, um, he was hurt. Um, he had he had a player come down on the him and he broke his leg. Um, so, of course, we definitely want to send prayers and condolences to that team and also to him, uh, praying for a 
quick recovery. We pray that he is able to come back from that and have a um, a really good career after that because he was balling. Regardless of what you want to say about the team being down and some of his fault, not his fault, whether you should give him $35 million, $35 million a year or 40 whatever. No, just look at the numbers. The man was balling. It was probably having one of the best uh, years of his career. Um, but as far as him being hurt, uh, really quickly before we get to the games, uh, what are your thoughts about it? I definitely want to hear Sheedy's performance first, man. I mean, he's a Cowboys fan of it. Bro, you don't know how much I want to just call and make sure you was okay. I wanted to give you, like, a virtual hug, bro, because I know you was hurt. Yeah, I was I was butthurt, as they would say. Um, I actually was watching the game live. I saw it immediately, um, and it was like, oh, he's done. Like, immediately I was like, oh, he's done. Um, how I feel about it, it was only a matter of time. I, I hate to say it. It was only a matter of time before that got hurt. The reason why that is because similar to Philadelphia's problem right now, too, no, no disrespect, Savage, but ain't no offensive line. Um, and so it was only a matter of time that somebody somewhere he was going to, unfortunately, I hate to say that, get injured or get tackled pretty hard. Um, Andy Dalton is here, right? Um, and, and he's going to – we're going to stand behind Andy Dalton um, and what he's got. Uh, but I'm also, like I've said on Twitter a few times, I'm all about a trade for Jameis or Dwayne Houskins, um, just in case um, something doesn't pan out. But um, first of all, kudos to Dak. Um, you can see it in his eyes, man. You can see how much he wants to be there. And if anything, this actually is really going to just, to me, spark our defense um, because uh -oh. our defense is going to stand behind them. So uh, Andy Dalton in the defense, I hope. But, I mean, pay Dak. See what he did, uh, Jerry, to your family, how they felt. You clearly need to pay this man. Pay him immediately. He's not coming back. It's like four to six months. He's not coming back. So I, I guess I'll go since I was the the Jerry in this situation. Um, <laughs> first of all, prayers up to to Dak man. That that because I honestly like I watched like two three plays and then that play happened. So I, I kind of like kind of blame myself in a way. It's like dang, I should have just not kept watching the game. You know what I'm saying? But um, is is Dalton time in, in Dallas? Um, and me being the Jerry that I am, uh, if we're going to say it right now, let's be real about it. Dak is going to another team. This is a business. Everybody that's, you know, heartbroken about I'm heartbroken for Dak, too. He's a black man. I want him to get paid. Trust me, I do. But when you think about the business of the NFL and who's who you who you're doing business with by the name of the guy, Jerry Jones, who I had the, 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 the role of playing. If I'm Jerry Jones right now, I'm not going to give money. First of all, to somebody that I didn't give money to in the first place, get, didn't give what he deserved in the first place, and now he's trying to come back injured. He may not come back the way he's supposed to, and y'all expect me to give him more? No, nah, that's not how business works. This the NFL, too, so I, I, I just have to say that for sure. I'll go. Um, yeah, I saw it live, and I honestly thought – I thought his foot was out of the shoe when I saw it, but when I looked, it was actually his ankle, and I was just like, "Oh my goodness!" Like that's man, this is I, I, I feel I feel terrible for him. Um, I, I'm an Eagles fan. I hate the Cowboys, but I I love Dak coming out of Mississippi State. Um, I actually wanted the Eagles to draft Dak, so I, I have no ill will towards Dak. I mean, I respect him as a quarterback. He, like Scott said, he was balling this year. He was on track for six thousand yards, like six thousand yards, y'all. <laughs> Um, and, and despite, you know, the Cowboys defense being trash, I mean, he did his part. I mean, you can't, you cannot blame him for anything. Uh, his interceptions trying to make a play, you know, on that play, he got hurt trying to make a play, you know, 
Um, so prayers up to Dak. I hope that he does better uh, or does get better. Um, but Andy Dalton, I think the Dallas Cowboys will be okay because this division is not good at all. I don't expect the Eagles, despite their performance last week against the 49ers, to do anything in this division. The Cowboys still should win this division because Andy Dalton, he's been here before. He played well with Cincinnati. I'm sure the Steelers fans can attest to that. Um, I mean, the Cincinnati Bengals were just you know, immune or just completely against winning games in the playoffs. But, I mean, Dallas has an opportunity to make the playoffs right now. And then once you get in the playoffs, anything can happen. So um, I'm definitely curious to see how Andy Dalton does for Tevin's sake. <laughs> but, uh, he going to succeed. It's written, bro. Yeah. It's written. I mean, he did have a crazy throw to Gallup that Gallup snagged, <laughs> you know. So This is just the beginning. The offense will change. Um, I think they're going to feed Zeke a lot more. But I also feel like, you know, like I said, Dalton, he's he's had weapons before. He had A.J. Green at one point. He had Tyler Eifert when he was healthy. So he definitely knows how to use – how to how to run an offense. But now it's a matter of Dallas' defense, like Shitty said, you know, being motivated and, and, and you know, Holding teams under 30 points for once, <laughs> you know. So, uh, but Dak, prayers up uh, and, and get better, man. Um, I guess I'll go next. Um, I saw I saw the injury live, uh, Simon Savage. I didn't know whether his foot came out to shoot or it was a broken ankle. And I think that's why the TV ankle stayed on it for quite a bit, for about a good five, ten seconds, because I think they were trying to figure out the same thing we were trying to figure out. Uh, first off, it's like, dang, I hate it for him. Talk about the contract situation. Um, yeah, he did decline some offers, but that was yeah, – well, my contract negotiations, I was in the room. I don't know what happened. Um, I did hate that for him. Um, but he would get paid by somebody. It may not be Dallas. I think Andy Dalton, for the rest of the season, Andy Dalton, I mean, and that's our division, Andy Dalton's not a bad quarterback. So I think they'll they should still win the division pending. I don't know. I don't think Andy Dalton win shootouts. I take that back. <laughs> we'll see. But the defense is. I mean that that division is that bad. That I mean he kind of could coast through and get and should win it. Yeah. Well, for me, uh, I think I was probably the only person that didn't see this live. Well, I'll say up close. I'll put it like that because I was. Um, watching this in the airport as I was getting ready to come back home from Michigan. And all I really saw is when I glanced at the TV was Dak being rolled off on the cart. And um, I was just like, man, and I felt bad because um, I wasn't expecting this to happen because I said on this podcast before that by the time the Cowboys played the Steelers that Andy Dalton would be the starter. And I thought it had just been because Jerry Jones being Jerry Jones, he would have benched Dak because of their record. Um, not expecting Dak Prescott to uh, go down the way in which he did. Um, so uh, prayers up to Dak. I uh, heard he had a successful surgery uh, the same night. Of course, he's going to be out four to six months. Um, he, I definitely do not see him uh, with the Cowboys next season. I do think someone else is going to take a flyer on him and possibly give him not nearly close to what he was originally asking for, but something – a little bit in that ballpark. Um, as far as the Cowboys is concerned, moving forward, I do expect them to still win this division because this is division is terrible. Um, Andy Dalton is Andy Dalton, so I expect probably more uh, focal, 
I expect Zeke to be featured more in the offense. Of course, he knows how to use – he's going to be able to use Gallup, C.D. Lamb, Amari Cooper, you know, the whole uh, receiving core. But I do expect more um, more touches for Zeke and things of that nature. And we'll see uh, where this uh, goes from there for Andy. Yeah, for sure. Just to wrap it up, uh, again, definitely hate that it happened to him. I think it just now makes – Again, it's just another headline to the NFC East, and it'll be definitely interesting to see who's going to win the division. I think the Atlanta Falcons has a better chance of winning that division than anybody in the NFC East. But we're moving on uh, to the Pick'em games. Uh, so really quickly, guys, we're going to start uh, with the Packers versus the Buccaneers. I've got Aaron Rodgers versus um, Tom Brady. Um, tell me who y'all got. Yeah, just for clarity, is this in Tampa Bay? Can you say where they're at, too, for me? Uh, This is in Tampa Bay. And time of Bay, I, I think uh, give me Green Bay. Give me Green Bay by ten. Go pack, go man! It's a bad man over there. Give me Green Bay. I think I said the same when uh, I did the poll on the I don't know sports podcast. Green Bay by ten. Give me Tampa Bay by seven. Jeez, Jeez. Tom Brady. Y'all have y'all not seen Tom Brady be on fire right now? <laughs> no. He he was was <laughs> Good point, good point. Y'all looking like Packer fans right now. <laughs> I got the cheese heads by, I say about three. It'd be a close game. High score. All the one with the bucks, bet. Okay. <laughs> uh, I'm actually going uh, Aaron Rodgers and Green Bay as well. I just, it, I like their defense. Um, of course, Aaron Rodgers, he's on the mission as well. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, Got a, by the way, I Twitter poll Green Bay 60%. I, I think I chose all the, the teams that like all the losing teams on the polls. I think that's what I what, what I did. <laughs> I think I think that's what I did. Let's keep going. Let's keep going. Sounds about right. Yeah, let's keep going. All righty. So next game we got we got the Chiefs, Kansas City Chiefs versus the Buffalo Bills, who just got waxed the other day by the Tennessee Titans. Um, so who y'all got? Um, Twitter, eighty percent Chiefs. <laughs> yeah, I, I, especially after the Chiefs just lost, right? Yeah, I was about to say they just yeah. lost to the Raiders. Um, and so I got, I got the Chiefs, and I got them winning by maybe about twenty-seven. Ooh, Chiefs! Oh. I, I got, I got Chiefs by fourteen. Give me, give me, give me two touchdowns for the Chiefs. Give me the arrow here, style. What's up, Chiefs? Give me the Bills by a touchdown. The Bills, they're not gonna they're not gonna get embarrassed again. They're not gonna get embarrassed again. Besides Josh Norman, no, nah, Josh Norman ain't gonna get punked out that again. Give, give me the Bills by a touchdown. <laughs> I got Chiefs by 13. It's, it's gonna be it's gonna be a wrap. I I I I like top five, top five bigs, top ten Allen, but I think uh Chiefs, I mean it's a better team, in my opinion. So give me Chiefs. Yeah, same thing going with the Chiefs as well. Um, that's Patrick Mahomes. Is this past week was his first uh, loss ever more than seven points. Um, so again, that shows you the greatness of uh, of of our boy. Um, so he he ain't losing two in a row. Yeah, I don't see him losing two in a row. They back at home. So give me the Chiefs as well. And the last game we have the Cleveland Browns versus the Pittsburgh Steelers. I ain't by myself in this. 
You got some Pittsburgh Steelers fans on the show. You got some people that's trying to uh, take up for Baker Mayfield and try, try, try. Trying to try. say that Baker Mayfield is good. So really, really quickly, Sheedy, we gonna start with you. Tell me, you got the Pittsburgh Steelers. Who Pretty Steelers, sixty percent. And is this at, at Heinz Field or are we? This is in Heinz Field. Uh, give me a 17-point win by the Steelers. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know nobody else. Check. You go. Who, who, who was on? Me? Who go? Who go? Who go? I, I don't know. Who's Trevor? Oh, um, Boswell was <laughs> at the end, man. <laughs> I, I think this game be a little bit closer than what people putting on. Um, Boswell wins it. Steelers by three. I love it. Mm-mm-mm-mm. I'll go. So the Cleveland Browns have not scored <laughs> less than thirty points in the past four games. Right. Um, Odell Beckham Jr. is is happy. Right. Okay. Um, the Cleveland Browns just gave work to that Colts defense that was top three, right? Top one in fantasy. And and the Eagles' terrible offense. <laughs> I didn't. I never heard of Travis Fogel. Terrible offense score. Hey, 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 hey. Hey, don't disrespect. Don't disrespect. It's good. It's good. It's good. But before that, nobody heard of Travis Fogel. Anyway, not anything about the Eagles right now. I ain't talking about the Eagles. So the Eagles scored 29 points, right? Against the Eagle, the, the Pittsburgh Steelers top three defense, correct? Give me Browns 42, Steelers 28. <laughs> 42, 28. 42 to what, sir? 42 28 Browns. <laughs> Baker, <laughs> Baker going ham on Sunday. <laughs> Kareem Hunt must gonna have a, a hell of a game rushing because if Baker's throwing the ball 30 plus times, Baker going ham on Sunday. Trevor, let him have it. Trevor, let him have I, it. I will. I will. Okay, what you got? next week. Come like on, too. I'm pretty like, sure you got the Browns going. Right, come on, man. Come like on. we say, like we say on the show, it started with a tweet in the dream. What I tweeted earlier is a tweet and a statement. This Sunday is when Baker, myself, and my boy Savage become goats because we definitely going in. <laughs> Browns by two touchdowns, dog. Come on, dog. Y'all not Browns by two like that. I like that. I'm not like going to play with Baker. I told y'all at the beginning <laughs> of the season, he's going to be top 10. I told y'all this. This is his time. This is his season. And he got a statement on Sunday. I cannot wait. Oh, boy. Uh, gentlemen, let me give you the reason why the Steelers will win this game. Um, the Browns are typically known for running the ball. They've run the ball well with Nick Chubb and um, McCurry Hunt. There is no Nick Chubb to my knowledge. And so I'm pretty sure that, that means they're going to rely heavily on Mr. Kareem Hunt. The Steelers have not given up a, a more than – they've only given up one 100-yard rush in the past two years. So to think that the Cleveland Browns are just going to run the day the, run the ball all day against the Pittsburgh Steelers, not happening. That means Baker Mayfield would have to throw the ball 30 times, 35 cool. times. Cool. Baker Mayfield has not thrown more than 250 yards this season. So to think that he's going to like the Pittsburgh Steelers secondary up after they had, a, I would agree with that, a very terrible out um, last week. Trust me, the Cleveland Browns are not scoring more than 25 points. You can book that, sir. Steelers score 28. Uh, Steelers 28, Cleveland Browns 20. 
Uh, Baker Mayfield will have an interception or two. You can book that. So I got myself you writing this down, right? No, Scott, you said that the, the Browns would not score more than 25. Correct. Okay. Sam's writing now. There you go. Okay. <laughs> uh, we taking notes, bro. We taking okay. notes. It's okay. Mental. mental. That's fine. You, 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 right, you, can score, you can score 30 on the Colts. The Colts don't see you twice a year. Okay. Oh, I also want to, and let's reiterate. Uh, the two wins the Browns had, they, they had the luxury of not having Ben Roethlisberger. And Ben Roethlisberger is 22-2-1 and one against the Browns. Okay. Good night. We're moving along. All right. New, moving new, new, hey. Browns. new Browns. I mean, this is a new year. So, I ain't about last year. 20, what about this year? 20, uh, other All I know is this year, this year, the Browns have only scored less than 30 points one time. And they've <laughs> made, scored 30, they, 30 and higher they, four consecutive games they this can win year. The game, but they better yeah, who have they played this year? Oh, this year. This year. Look, look, look check this out. Last point. Ever since Stephen A. got on him about having more commercials and more wins, Baker been balling out. And I saw a new commercial last Sunday. Continue. <laughs> Justin, not funny. Actually, they did score less than 30. Ask the Baltimore Ravens how many the Cleveland Browns scored. Good night. That's week one. It's week five. Week one. Hey, Sharky, tell them about week one. Like we said earlier, you said, hey, week one, we just getting our feet wet. Now the, 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 the rhythm is there now. Are we rolling? Man, I even got to make my feet. <laughs> go, go ahead. Go ahead, Sharky. Uh, yeah, give me the stillers. Thank you. <laughs> Come on, man. Uh, here, go, here go I need it for it. I need y'all to win because y'all play us next week. I need to undefeated. Uh, I need two hundred uh, uh, each other, so let's go. Yeah, and when's the last time you heard the Browns win five straight games? Come on, man. This year it's twenty twenty. Anything's possible. Anything possible. Twenty twenty. <laughs> no trip. <laughs> yep. No, no trip. Ice, no ice, ice, ice Cube supporting Trump. Don't trip. Twenty twenty. Anything's possible. It's oh, don't even trip. <laughs> you, got battle rap, you got battle We're moving along. We're moving along. All right, guys. And some more um, great news in the state of Memphis right now in, in both basketball and football. I'll start with the basketball Tigers. Uh, Penny Hardaway strikes again. Like, he just continues to amaze us um, with his recruiting. Um, I'll learn how to pronounce his last name uh, soon. But, of course, to go alongside the Moose of Memphis, we now have Sam of Memphis um, <laughs> as our uh, five-star 2021 recruit. Uh, he comes as a big man. Um, I just want to get you guys' thoughts, uh, what this means going forward. I'm pretty sure we all know, but floor is y'all's, man. Um, I did not get a chance to see the the tape on our new guy, Mr. Sam. Sorry for not pronounce the name. That may need to be part of a spelling bee one day, is uh, us being able to spell his middle and last name. Uh, but I did not get a chance to see um, his tape. Yeah, I will do that within the next couple of days. But, again, just excited for the program. Uh, again, Penny's just going after um, athleticism um, and and wing defenders and, and, and long players. So I'm for it. Um, again, this is a recruit not in the vicinity of Memphis. So it's not like he's from Arkansas or previously had ties to Penny Hardaway. Penny Hardaway and his staff are literally going out and putting their name. Um, they're making a mark on this country when it comes to recruiting. Go Penny. Yes, sir. It, it, it continues, man. Penny Hardaway, like you said, making a stamp on the nation. 
for one, if you want to, if you want to, man, just get good young talent that's going to play defense that's linked. I'm saying, like, linked on top of linked. Like, here, here we go, man. Memphis Tigers, and I don't think they done yet. I don't think they done. Like, they tweeted. They not, they not finished. Number three recruiting class next year. That's cool. See you uh, number 25th, though, Sheedy. Memphis, Ohio <laughs> State. What's up, bro? Ohio State. Yeah. Oh, yes. oh, yeah. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We're going to talk about the Tigers, and I got you for uh, Thanksgiving. Um, but um, I, this is incredible. Um, I, I don't really recall Memphis having, like, these are back-to-back -back years of big men, right, recruited um, so heavily. Um, and I'll shout out to Precious, who is um, right now in the gym shooting with uh, – what's that guard's name that played for the big three? Um, I can't remember his name right now. But anyways, he's working on the jump shot is what I'm saying. Um, but this also like if Moose does leave after the season, right? We have someone right after that as well. Um, so just shout out to what Penny's been doing and just watching his grind um from the start to finish. Are you okay, Savage? Like I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm looking at highlights and I'm just watching him just block shots. And it's just like it's it's, it's embarrassing. <laughs> I was like, hey, can you smell my breath? All right. Um, but like I said, um, I just I like what Penny's been doing. Uh, the length, like um, Skylar opened up and said, this is what we need um, for college, for Memphis basketball itself. Like I said, if he doesn't say that next year, we're good. But number three recruiting class, something that Memphis hasn't had, I don't know, um, in a very long time. To the point of November 25th, I don't roll with any other team in college but Ohio State. I don't go to Bama. I don't go to Tennessee. I don't go anywhere but Ohio State. So if it's basketball, if it's football, field hockey, swimming, lacrosse, I do not care. But said field hockey. <laughs> hey. I talk it. I, I applaud you. I applaud you. That's what's up. Uh, uh, we'll talk so, cash another day, Shady. I'm looking at, uh, I'm going I'm to guess his name, Sam Ayomidi. Ayomidi. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> He's 6'11", 220, uh, three-star out of Pennsylvania. So that's 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 very random. Um, but like I like I mentioned earlier on, man, Penny's going to get size. Um, from what I saw, I was making that face for a reason. And I'm still Skyler. When you see his highlights, you gonna make you make the same face. That man is blocking shots at the wise. Uh, I'm not really concerned about offense with with my big man because you get you get a lot of scoring uh, from your wing, and then he can clean up you know the trash on on the board. So. Uh, 6'11", 220, it's a big dude. So, shout out to Penny for getting it done. Going out to three and four stars. Keep it, keep at it. Charky, you got something to add? I said what I need to say. Right. <laughs> right. right. uh, I'll, I'll add my oh, – took you guys on? No, go ahead, go ahead. I was going to say uh, just... before we move on, like the 2024 um, – Basketball tournament, uh, final four, first two rounds will be in Memphis. So shout out to Memphis for, for getting that done. That is on the bucket list. I'm making it happen. I will be in the building. I'm making it happen. Let's be real. We, we need to make that happen. Um, but uh, just to add my little two cents before we move on to uh, the football game, uh, I will be going to watch highlights of uh, Sam and Memphis probably as soon as we get done. Uh, <laughs> as soon as we get done here. Uh, but if anything, if from what Savage has seen, uh, I think I should be uh thoroughly impressed. So, um, again, shout out to Penny, keep doing what you're doing, and now 
Moving on to the football game this weekend. For the first time in over a month, we will have football in the state of Memphis once again. Um, as uh, our beloved Memphis Tigers will be taking on the Golden Knights of Central Florida. Uh, the Tigers, of course, coming off um, a bye week after their uh, first loss of the season in a dramatic fashion to SMU. Uh, UCF is, of course, coming off their loss to Tulsa after leading by double digits going into halftime and being outscored 22-3 to three, uh, in their loss. Um, they, Vegas has them evenly matched, and they have uh, UCF favored by three points. Uh, so just want to get you guys' take on the game and uh, predictions. Uh, uh, UCF favored by three points on the road is a little hot to me. Um, golly, geez, no respect to Memphis, but it is what it is. Um, no, I, Memphis is winning. Why or how they're winning? I have no idea. <laughs> Let's just know Memphis is winning. I love your optimism, bro. Thank you. I, I love it, and I'm going to join it. I don't know how. But Thank you. <laughs> I, I, I just – I don't know how. We, we gonna we, hopefully we use that bye week to the best of our ability. <laughs> we we gonna pull it off. Yeah, I believe in when I see it. My own two eyes. I don't even know how. Yeah, I, we always we always have a double digit lead against these folks and blow it every single time. I know my no fail ain't walking through that door, but Brady White is. <laughs> <laughs> My question, my question, what is the forecast for this game? Like, what's the weather going to be? If it, if it rains, I'm, I'm picking UCL. <laughs> no, I think it's, it's supposed to be nice this weekend. It's supposed okay. to be nice this weekend. It'll be here. Let me, let me, let me look real quick then. Let me look real quick. <laughs> Why are you doing that? Why are you doing the Memphis? It's actually – they've all either undefeated or they've only had one home loss in the past, like, year or two. So there's that. To UCL. Proud of UCL. Okay. I'm going I'm to pick Memphis, and I feel like – is because it's 2020. It's just, just pick Memphis in 2020. It's, it's, that's all I think of. That's a good one. I have no reason. other 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 explanation. <laughs> that's a good that's reason. That's, that's a good reason. <laughs> and, be, and be ready for Kanye West's yeah. job president. GD, who you're Whoa. <laughs> Winning in Kentucky. Um, yeah, Kanye and Kim <laughs> in the White House. Crazy. Um, but I was in who was that West, whatever his kids in Northwest um, as a kid. But anyways, I got Memphis uh, winning this game, a bounce back game. Uh, actually, both teams are coming off losses um, from the last time they played. Um, I think Memphis did is going to respond well. Um, I, I think Brady is tenured enough uh, to get his mistakes in order uh, to possibly do a little bit better. But, um, you know, I just, I'm going to pick Memphis, man, because I don't want to choose UCF because I think I think Memphis is going to lose again this season. So I don't want the I don't want to go too far in my crystal ball. So I, I'll say W. Thank you. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna be honest. Uh, whichever defense makes makes the play in the end uh, is going to win this game, and I do believe it's going to be Memphis. And that's my only reason. On top of it being 2020, so um, that's, that's the only reason you need. Give me Memphis by <laughs> actually. Give me, Give me the Tigers by a touchdown, man. I, I think it'll be by a touchdown. 
I'll take it. I'll take it. I, heck, I'll take Memphis by safety. How about that? I'll say. <laughs> <laughs> game winning safety. I'll take that. Hey, <laughs> we lost uh, a game like that in high school, bro. Right? <laughs> for real? That didn't even happen. <laughs> I'll let you know off air. Somebody's still mad about yeah. it. I think I'll take that game, Sharky. Yeah, we lost two guys like that. Yeah. We're talking about the off air. Lock points, too, man. All right. <laughs> Your boy. But I got one. You want to use the one in my in my message thing, didn't it? Huh? You want to use the one I put in, didn't it? The, the trade offer that I got. Oh uh, yeah. All right. So we are in the midst of doing a uh what's it? I guess a mock draft with our uh, Grizzly brothers. And <laughs> yeah, that, that was funny. And shout so out to I, shout, shout out to them. And I have the um the the, the pleasure of picking with the Warriors, which I don't know how I feel about that. All thumbs up. And one of the guys, I'm not going to put him on blast like that because I rock with him, but he offered me Paul George and Clay Thompson for Clay Thompson. So, yeah, I don't know if he knows that the Splash Brothers are a thing, but he must have been bored to send me that because why would I want to trade a part of my Splash Brothers for George Paul? You know, playoff piece, slash layoff piece, slash pandemic piece, slash. Spicy peas slash we gonna give him all these peas, but he ain't gonna oh, no, no, he's peas. not spicy peas. He's that, no, he's not spicy peas. Right. With, with Purge Scouts, seek him. Come you're on, right, you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right. Not spicy. <laughs> it's so many peas, bro. You know, but he ain't gonna give you the W. So why would he I lay off peas? Why? Lay off peas. I have a question. Traded peas? Like no. I have a question. What was what was his like? Okay, so when 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 GMs make a trade. They had to have a conversation. What was the conversation like? Was it just like, "Hero Paul George, give me Clay Thompson"? What was it? What was the conversation? I like? think that was just it. Let me let me let me let me, let me tell y'all what I think of that. Have, yeah. you yeah. a, have you ever sent a you up text? You ever ever <laughs> sent a you up text just to see? Like, let me see. Let me see. Maybe me still, see. maybe not. That's exactly what that was. That's a you up text. <laughs> yeah. That's a nice reference. You just gonna reference. send it just like hey, I'm gonna I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try, but if it work, it work. If not, then I'm not missing anything, you know. There you go. Girl. That's a you up text. That's exactly what that was. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. The ultimate shoot your shot, no pun intended. Oh, hey bro, Dude, you miss you miss you miss hundred percent of the shots you don't take. You don't take. You're right. You're right. You're right. <laughs> Don't wow. mean you make you make. Don't mean you make a shot. No, this, <laughs> hey, this one hit the side of the backboard. <laughs> I'm done. I'm done. Full circle. I love it. I love it. Love, love it. Full circle. Damn. Uh, that's my. I guess you boy. And that's how we get to it with CD. I I had one. Um, I and it's not as funny. So now I feel bad. But I gotta go now. Uh, but. You're bored. So I had a post that this would have been Monday night that I had to respond to that said Rajon Rondo is one of the greatest players of all time. I saw that. I had to text this man afterwards as we continue to disagree. Somebody texted that to you? No, they tweeted it. It was a poem. Oh, okay. I thought, ooh, okay. I was about to so, say, bro. I was watching him. <laughs> we continued our conversation. He still believes he's the greatest player. To me, 
I think what he left out was role. <laughs> role player, right? Um, because if you look at the Celtics, the Celtics didn't go and win those cha- win a championship and go to the championships because of Rondo. They went because of KG um, and getting Ray Allen and Paul Pierce. Ray John Rondo was a great piece that was there. <laughs> Ray John Rondo was a great piece for the Lakers. He had a great game. But to me, you're bored for saying he's the one of the greatest. And I was like, man, who's your top five point guards? And somehow or another, this man literally put Rondo in as one of the top five point guards of all time. I am not debating his intelligence. I'm not debating that. Kyle Quinn is smart. But Kyle Quinn is a bum on the court. <laughs> the fact that you remember the name Kyle Quinn is hilarious. <laughs> exactly. Just being honest. Very bored. He must have. Yeah, I probably would have reported his page. Yeah, you got to black somebody like that, bro. Yeah, I'll even debate greatest role player of all time, to be honest with you. But that's just me. He might not even be the best. Rondo's from Kentucky. He might not even be the best player from Kentucky. I mean, I know, might not. (laughs) 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 What's the advice? Look no no further than his teammate. (laughs) my man, my man never never heard of Kyle Lowry. Bro. That's all I got to say. Let me let me shout out. Let me shout out Rajon Rondo real quick, though. <laughs> real quick, real quick. Two-time champion, four-time all-star, of uh, two-time first team all defense, two-time second team all defense, three times he left the NBA in assists, one time left the NBA in steals. I mean, that's a hell of a career, in my opinion. But is he a top five? Career potential oh, oh, career. Oh hell no! He's not, no, he's not top five. He's not top five. Top five. Now, he, now, he, was now he's a fringe Hall of Fame. I don't think he made the Hall of Fame. He's a fringe Hall of Famer. Nah, he probably in Hall of Fame. He's getting. If Andre, if, he, if people he, are saying Andre Godala is in the Hall of Fame, these these Rondo is definitely in the Hall of Fame. They, the standards about to be lower. He's definitely in the Hall of Fame. I mean, it's the standard, the standard about to come down for the Hall of Fame. Four, four times, which is which is good. That's good. Yeah, good. That, that, that Boston ring gonna get him in, bro. Because, like y'all say, that's the most juiced yeah. out ring ever. I agree with y'all. But uh, it's gonna get him in the Hall of Fame. I hate that. I'm starting to hate them now. Like, I hate that they won't <laughs> shut up like this. Now, yeah. Mm-hmm. The only one that okay, Rondo cool, but Paul Pierce is just making. I don't know what he's old and see now. KG still think it's 2008, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and Perk. Moving on. Austin Perk. Herbie trimming me out, man. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Kendrick Perk is sound like that uncle that like that want to talk smart with you, but you don't want to talk smart with them. It's exactly who Kendrick Perkins is. Like the Los Angeles Lakers. Bro, no. Kendrick, <laughs> over a pork chop on a grill. Hey, what are you talking about, Perk? No, Kendrick Perkins is that uncle that walk outside when y'all hooping somebody else, let me get a shot. Let me Kendrick Perkins is that uncle with the, with the barbecue sandals with, with yes. Ashy Pete. That's what Kendrick Perkins is. <laughs> folks. Okay, oh, I tried to, to come to a barbecue and I bring that. <laughs> He leaving with a couple place though. He's <laughs> the first one in line to eat. Oh yeah, hey, the food ready standing over the meat. <laughs> hey, I'm food ready. Show me a piece. Hey, let me know. Make sure I get my piece first. <laughs> <All right. laughs> oh, oh, this thing is oh, way more funny than me. <laughs> <laughs> 
I bet you. I bet Kendrick Perkins got ashy feet. I bet you he did. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, we know something. I had one. Okay, please. Please go. I don't think I would stop laughing, right? Uh y'all make you mad. Y'all make you mad. It's uh I I put I tweeted this the other day because I was like I questioned my followers. I didn't see you two respond to something. I didn't see Scott respond to some stuff. I saw a tweet on my timeline. Uh, How y'all <laughs> responding to this? Tiger saved Chris Brown's career. Was a tweet. <laughs> I saw Big Sean is better than Wayne. Was a tweet. Why is that on my timeline? <laughs> Why y'all entertaining these folks? Oh, man. oh you tweet. That just annoy. Just keep scrolling. It's not that easy, now, bro. I, I will say this about Tiger, and I, I'm like, I'm like, I mean, let's be real. Chris Brown is Chris Brown, regardless. Fan of a fan was a dope mix. It was a dope mix. Agreed. Definitely was. Agreed. Now, Big Sean, and Lil Wayne. Who's okay? You need to, you need to get arrested. Like, like, come on. Like, yeah, nah. I mean, I, I like Big Sean. He's cool, but I mean, come on. This, 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 Big Sean's nice. Detroit. This is Dwayne, Dwayne Carter. It's Dwayne Carter Jr. Bro. That's Dwayne Carter. Dog. <laughs> so to the to the to the to, to my brother who actually was the one that tweeted the um hey which one did the Chris Brown one the Tiger and Chris Brown one man um definitely gotta try to get him on an episode because he got the um uh, the, the tiger pants going out the breast cancer tiger pants so if y'all had seen him online and stuff he he, he created them dope and said we he's a Lakers fan so you know what I'm saying we can get him just for a couple minutes to 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 explain why he thought that but me I actually like Tiger I I, I uh, I've actually listened to one of his, his albums, Careless World, I think, or it was like the latest one or something like that. It was actually pretty dope. But to say that Chris Brown's career was resurrected because of Tiger, nah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I mean, Chris Brown definitely yeah. went to the West Coast music, but nah. I, don't, nah. I see what you're saying, but nah. Because <laughs> Fan of a Fan came out like before the Rihanna incident happened, the day before he, you know, did the. No, I mean, no it came out after. It came out after. Oh, it came out after. It was, it was the perfect album for him to come back out to, mm-hmm. but nah. <laughs> At the time, Tiger was hot. Tiger had like I think it was. Are you hot? It was. It was, uh, was hot, I think. Well done was out. Uh, yeah. Something else was out too. Mm-hmm. But he was. He was good, but I mean, he ain't revived in my career. It was pretty oh, it was- <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and, and Chris Brown had hits before Tiger even. Was a mainstream product anyway, um, right. and so that that's that's like saying like like LeBron, you need we needed Ray Allen hit that three. That saved your career, okay? Um, but <laughs> we're talking about like Big Sean versus Little Wayne. First of all, again, let's just have Big Sean is great for what he does for the Midwest and Detroit. Love that. Little Wayne's been doing this for years <laughs> before he had Tiana. Uh, Little Wayne's been doing this so. Lil Wayne, if not in your GOAT discussion, should be definitely mm-hmm. inserted into your top four or five rappers of all time. I rush more easy. Uh, and that's definitely, definitely. I mean, Bishon and Wayne together on the track, all songs they have had have been great. Mm-hmm. And who Please. won those? Please don't, huh? And who was better on those tracks? Wayne, Weezy F. Beware is one of them, um, with Janae Aiko. 
But no, nah, Lil Wayne, he's the GOAT to me as far as rapping goes. But I think uh, what, what a lot of people are thinking is like that Detroit 2 album, dope as hell. It's probably the best album of the year, in my opinion. Oh, yeah. you know and, and Big Sean, the fact that he's been in the game 10 years, a, a lot of people have seen literally Big Sean's career, you know, especially the younger generation as it starts. So it's like they really didn't get to see the Lil Wayne that we saw, the the, the rap city Lil Wayne. They All they got to see was the rock star Wayne. Or the the I'm gonna do all the drugs I can, Wayne. And I think when you compare those two, I honestly think the playing field is level. But when you talk about the droughts, Wayne, and I'm gonna throw the bandana on the microphone, Wayne, and and, and give y'all the hottest. Oh no, <laughs> oh no, <laughs> oh no. Perfect. I don't want to see that on my timeline. Those tweets are the reason this segment right. was created. So, <laughs> <That's what I'm laughs> when you up changing the baby at three or four in the morning, you just be scrolling, you be like, All right, what the hell is this? That's, yeah, look, the segment you're bored, it's exactly what I'm <laughs> bored. It's true. All right, man, anybody got anything else? <laughs> just remind yeah. you, go vote early voting has started. Oh, yes, go vote. Got up. October 29th, right? Yes. So October 29th is an early voting is ending. So before you go get some Halloween candy, make sure you go early vote. Yes. All right. Until next time, we'll be out for a week and a half.
when you're ready to ride Metro, we want you to know we're ready for you. Here are just a few of the people at Metro to tell you how we're doing our part to keep riders safe. We're cleaning like never before, with hospital-grade cleaning. You'll find hand sanitizer stations all over the Metro. No mask, no Metro. Need one? We have a few extras. At Metro, we're doing our part to keep the D.C. area moving. Find out more at wmata.com slash doingourpart. Under NASA's Artemis program, Dynetics and Lidos will develop and build a new human landing system, advancing economic opportunities and paving the way for a sustained lunar economy. Learn more at DyneticsHLS.com. 